Hey guys, please subscribe to Gunnar Fanzine TV. Good afternoon, how's your day been? Welcome back to Gunnar Fanzine TV. I'm absolutely honoured to have a really, really special guest with us today. Um, daughter of a, a true, true Arsenal legend and a lovely, lovely bloke to boot, Geordie Armstrong. We've got Jill Armstrong today. We're going to just sort of talk about his life and career yes. and obviously he, he's sort of, you know, him being your dad as well. Yeah, so, well. Um, got plenty of stories to say absolutely about brilliant yeah. brilliant i mean first of all if for anyone that doesn't know Jordi armstrong well you should to start with but if you don't he is one of the players on the walls at the emirates outside i mean that must must make you feel so yeah it's amazing i went to a club supporters do on saturday night and it was unbelievable because you think you're going in there and your dad's up there it, it's, it, it never ceases to kind of like bring a lot of emotion up you know it's um it's lovely and it's great for the grandchildren because they obviously never knew him. Absolutely. So, yeah. In terms of with, with Touch of Social Media yeah. to start with, you, you run a, a, a Twitter account, yes. um, Touch of Powder, yeah. honouring your, your, Dad, your father's yeah. memory. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a bit about that. Yeah, well, he started, I think, I think 2014. Um, it's gradually grown quite considerably. And all I really do is put pictures of Dad or the double team or people connected to you know our lives. And it is incredible the people that you know like just mourning the picture <laughs> yeah, of dad, yeah. and they're like, you know, it makes them feel good because they remember old times. They remember, you know, they remember days that they went with their father or their grandfather or their uncle. You know, it was um, special times, and yeah. I think, you know, it makes people feel good. And obviously, that my dad was, you know, the most social kind of happy-go-lucky type of person anyway he he would love that it's you know really positive um and yeah it just makes us all feel good and it's lovely to remember dad and it's good for the grandchildren um because it keeps his legacy going um because obviously it's 19 years soon yeah yeah and um you know it, it, it's nice because they didn't know him so absolutely yeah, yeah well, for, for, i know we yeah. follow each other on twitter and it certainly yeah. puts a smile on my face every morning. yeah but, um yeah i mean you're, you're dead everyone who's ever come across him as far as I know and obviously yeah. what you've told us absolutely loved him he was a really down-to-earth man um, if we sort of talk about his sort of origins and, and where he how yeah. he came to be at Arsenal he was obviously born in Hebben in the North East yeah, wasn't Hebben, he? Yeah, County Durham yeah um, and um, he came from a big family he was the youngest um, six brothers and two sisters um, and um, I mean by all accounts two of the old two of the other brothers Uncle Joe and Uncle Norman were really good footballers as well but they didn't kind of um, carry on um, dad obviously um, had such a passion I mean even we read letters from you know people that went to school with him he was just an athlete in every way he played cricket right. played um, tennis you know he was very active loved to swim um, you know growing up as well obviously having a father that did all these things you know he was quite annoying <laughs> because you never want to play him against yeah. anything because he always won my brother used to have a lot of kind of like um you know sort of um you know competition with him yeah but um obviously that came from coming from a big family um uh, but yeah his passion was you know obviously football yeah yeah um, and i know you've got you've got a letter there from um, george swindon yes. who yeah. who signed him as a youngster in, in august 61 was it yes um i mean basically i don't know if you want to read that put my glasses on <laughs> no, yeah. so this is a letter from george swindon who was arsenal manager at the time um right into to mr g armstrong yeah nine kipling avenue heaven and time dear geordie i did not realize until i made inquiries today 
that you had left Highbury yesterday without drawing any expenses. I'm therefore enclosing here with five pounds, no shillings and... Yeah, something like that. The same as you were paid in the previous week. We were looking forward to your return and to your joining us as a professional player. And I feel you have a good future and you should do very well in professional football. If you would let me know the date you return, uh, and I would like, if possible, for you to be back in time to play for us next Saturday, 26th of August, then I can get Mr. Mayle, was that George Mayle? Yeah, 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 George yeah. Mayle. To forward a railway ticket to you. I look forward to hearing from you in the very near future. Good wishes and kind regards. Yours sincerely, manager, and that's obviously George Swindon. Yeah, George Swindon. That, that's yeah. incredible, isn't it? I that's, know, it's wonderful. Amazing. And the seal and everything the is seal, so, yeah. so kind of like the, the Arsenal, isn't it? It kind of symbolises yeah. the class system that, you know, everybody kind of like adhered to, really. And it's pretty much part of my life, you know, and my dad's respect for the club. Yeah, absolutely. Know, I mean, yeah. that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, he, he was a real Arsenal legend. He was there. Man and boy, wasn't he? Yes, um, I mean, he played, I think he left in 77, um, and obviously he went back um, and coached, was reserve team manager um, for 10 years, I think, before obviously he collapsed and um, died. But um, yeah, no, he, he loved the Arsenal. I mean, even when he we moved away, when we lived in Norway, it would always be Arsenal's results he was checking on, you know, it would always be that one game he'd watch. Um, it, you know, it was just something that was in him and he had, and funny enough, growing up, us, you know, as kids going down to Arsenal, we always had to dress up. Right. Well, I would say dress up. We were never allowed to wear jeans. Yeah. We had to wear, you know, smart, you know, clothes because you were representing the Arsenal yeah. always. So um, oh, yeah, Arsenal. yeah. Even until this day, I address it that way Brilliant. because it, to me, that is what, the, it is the Arsenal, you know, there's no other. A way to address the club um, and you know we all have a love obviously for it I mean like I say we went down from very young um, like I say I was my mum was pregnant when she used to watch the games watch dad um, with me and then it would subsequently from a baby um, and you know it would actually go into um, you know obviously us growing up and going down there and um, you know every Saturday well not every Saturday every home game we would be there um, and you know it's incredible and we would sit in a um, certain you know obviously I can't remember the seat numbers um, but the fans surrounding that had to be very aware because if they started to call my dad there would be a war <laughs> because my auntie used to say she would be going if she could hear somebody calling dad she would be slowly going down <laughs> in her seat because my mum straight away what did you say? And <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah, it, absolutely. you know, and my brother would be upset. I would be crying, yeah. you know, and I mean, obviously that they weren't bad at all. I mean, to be fair, dad was well loved. So, you know, it wasn't really a huge um, issue, but, we're, you know, obviously very protective. Um, so obviously the, it became a thing like, don't sit near the Armstrongs, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And there's, there's a wonderful story about yeah. your, your mum and having sort of met your dad early yeah. on. Yeah. Or yeah, when they were first dating, I right. think they went out with my mum's sister and her husband. And, um, you know, dad had a car. Um, he took them to a nice restaurant and, you know, paid for it. And my auntie actually turned around to my mum and said, What, your boyfriend, what does he do? She said, I don't know. She goes, Well, he's just come back from Switzerland. Is he a smuggler? <laughs> because obviously they had no idea. I mean, my mum didn't even know what a footballer was. I mean, my grandfather was told by somebody who'd seen mum and him out, and mum and dad out, and um, said, do you know that Marge is going out with the footballer? And 
he told mum and mum's like well what's that yeah you know had no idea um you know obviously to, you know she came from well they both did you know obviously from the uh sort of working class yeah. families and then going into that kind of life was quite probably quite a um a shock in a way for yeah. mum as well you yeah. know absolutely i mean yeah. having met your mum at the hitching town arsenal mm. for a couple of years but she's yeah. an absolutely wonderful lady yeah. so yeah yeah, it's been hard, you know, in in them days as well. I'm not saying everybody, but mum was, you know, a housewife at home. She was there. Um, she, you know, her she didn't want to um, do anything. She wanted to be there for dad or whenever he came back or whatever. That was the way she was. So obviously when he died, you know, her life just, you know, it's very harder, you know, to sort of think that somebody actually just goes to work and they die. And that's it, you know, there's no warning. You know, this man was totally fit. He'd had an operation a couple, a couple of years before, you know, sports injury. He went back to uh, have a checkup. Um, and it was Mr. Hamlin, you know, the famous yeah. surgeon. And he said, Geordie, you're six weeks ahead of recovery. He was that fit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when we got that phone call um, from Arsenal, um, I think it was Colin Lewin, um, though I'm 100% certain because obviously some of it's a bit blurry but um, when we got that phone call to say that he's collapsed you know we didn't actually take it overly I don't that sounds stupid but overly serious because we thought oh he'd be fine maybe he's just um, but then obviously you know obviously it became more um, you know obvious as we you know as the day progressed you know how serious it was um, and obviously more stories have come out about you know from the players that were there what had happened you know, um, but you know I mean, he would he would love that. I mean, he died on the training pitch with his players. Yeah. Technically, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know he's pronounced dead later on, but obviously, technically speaking, he died. I think yeah. on the pitch. Um, Absolutely, and then the, the respect and love he was held in, the testament to him and, and yeah. all of you, really. Yeah, I mean, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. I mean, you know, obviously, it does help so much because you know it's quite hard because your life was football as well. Yeah. Because what people think. The realise is when you've had somebody that's especially predominantly Arsenal though football dad was never out of football yeah. briefly when he had a pub in Leicester but you know he'd always some way or another be connected to football in some way yeah. um so you know for whether it was other teams when we were in Norway or whether when we were in Kuwait um or you know where he was at Villa or you know Fulham you know he's you know he was in football all his life but Arsenal obviously was a, you know always the love yeah um and um you know it, it you know it was hard because obviously when he died you know you kind of like lose that aspect of your life as well which is hard when it's something that somebody you loved loved yeah. and it was your you know yeah. if that makes sense yeah, um so i mean though you are i mean the club are great i mean we can go down when we want and you know great and you know dad has lots of um you know amazing things at the emirates as you know obviously yeah. he's one of them up on the yeah that, that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. and on the bridge yes. um yeah, yeah. yeah i With think it's fisman's yeah, yeah yeah i mean yeah obviously talking about his career mm. um he had a long and varied oh, career yeah. through a lot of teams but arsenal was the, oh yeah the dominant yeah. club really sure. club of his life yeah so in sort of terms of george swindon left it wasn't yeah. a particularly good time for Arsenal in the early 60s no no billy wright took over and obviously with sort of Alf Ramsey, Sir Alf Ramsey's wingless wonders. Yeah. He was sort of said to be the, the best player who never played for England. I know, and it's it's quite a sensitive issue with us because um, Dad was never really a, a person that um, 
he would never brag or he was very humble. I mean, I remember growing up thinking that, yeah, he's obviously a great player, but not to the level that he was because he never ever sang his praises. He yeah. never made himself out to be um, anything special, yeah. if that's the word to use. Yeah. He was always like, oh, well, this one's better or this one's out or that one. Or he was a great player. He was very kind of humble. He didn't, it wasn't him yeah. at all. Um, whether he, if he'd been a little bit more, um, you know, I don't know, flamboyant or, you know, whether things would have changed, but then he wouldn't have been the person he was. So, yeah. um, but I know that, um, yeah, they did talk of him going away with the England team. And I think he played, he was capped a few times for the under 23s. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we've got a couple of caps at home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, never to, um, sadly not. Yeah. 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 And in terms of Arsenal, obviously um, Billy Wright left. Yeah. Bertie May, physio took over. Um, and I think the, the team lost the League Cup in the 68, in yeah. 68 and 69. And they used that as motivation to kick yeah. on, didn't they? Because yeah. they were a really strong unit, that, sort of, yeah. that squad. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, and that obviously progressed all the way through. Um, I don't think, um, unless you've actually been in the company of that, especially the, the double teamers, you know, the, the, they're amazing. They had such a a close bond yeah. um, that I mean there's actually a um, YouTube um, on, on YouTube I think it was when they they called it the double chasers in 98 when they were due to yeah. say, I don't know if you've seen it no, I've not and seen they, it I, I saw oh, a lot of games yeah yeah um, well they did an interview I think it was actually for um, you know the build up to the um, to the um, game and um, they talked to Charlie Frank Bob and Dad yeah and the banter they had, you know, joking around and laughing about. And that's how they always were. I mean, even all I ever remember is, you know, great memories of them all t tormenting me, you know, <laughs> teasing me and joking around as they did. I was very shy and, um, you know, kind of like nervous around a lot of it um, because we used to wait um, in, the, in the team room when they used to come back yeah. from um, games, um, well, from the game, you know, to come in. Dad was always the last one out. Always, they would literally be stacking the chairs, <laughs> no word of a lie. Too busy chatting, he did that all his life. Oh, yeah, he loved yeah. it, by the time, didn't he? Oh. Well, do you know what? Funny enough, in 98, he missed a team bus. He was meant to go back to Southwell House with a team. Yeah. He was too busy chatting <laughs> that we came back on the, the family bus, and the bus driver was getting frustrated because the family had to be back <laughs> in time as well. And they're all chanting, there's only one Geordie Armstrong. And he was caught out with a load of fans just chanting. And they're like, Geordie, come on, you just one And from, um, what I've heard on Twitter a couple of times, that he was often on the tube. Oh, because really? he missed wow. the bus. Yeah. <laughs> He's always the same. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, the season prior to yeah. the 71 um, double winning side, 69-70, Arsenal won the Fairs Cup that year. That was a sort of burgeoning of all the talent yeah. and, and the sort of core strength as well. And then your dad won player of the season for us. Yeah, he did. He yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, they often, yeah, they said he was outstanding that yeah, yeah. that time. And there's actually a lovely um, picture, which I do you yeah. like of my mum and dad. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. With, with the Arsenal player. Yeah. 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 And that was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was lovely, yeah. And what, what are your memories? I suppose you're a bit too young. No, yeah, I, yeah, do you know what? It's awful. I really cannot remember anything. I, I was too young, no. really. And I mean, it was our normal life. So dad, you know, I mean, my mum will often tell us stories, I think particularly with my brother, 
that on the big match, if dad was on, I think this one where he's interviewed in the early days, yeah. quite young, my brother would go over and kiss the TV, you know, and stuff like that yes. because it's you, um, or you know, we would sit there and watch dad and be a, you know, a bit confused to why he was on there <laughs> and uh, he was sitting there. Um, but you know, it, what can I say? You know, it, it's hard because it was your life, you were normal, it was normal to us. Yeah. I mean, people will say to me, What was it like to have such a famous dad? Well, I only had one dad. I don't really know. He was just a normal dad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. but you know, obviously, in the terms of football, it's different. I mean, I, we all our life we grew up with that. I was at school in North London in uh, St Monica's in Cannon Hill, right. Southgate. Yeah. Um, and Dad opened a school fate, and it seemed odd. It did kind of, you know, you'd think to yourself, "This is strange." But Usher sure is the same with um, anyone. And I mean, he opened. Um, did various uh, charity events. Yeah. I remember him playing in Dennis Waterman's celebrity team, so we got to meet a lot of people through TV people. Um, I remember thinking it was quite cool at the time. <laughs> I think he was in the Sweeney or something. Yeah, the Sweeney. Um, and, uh, you know, um, yeah, we were fortunate. We got to meet a lot of people um, through Dad, but, you know, Dad was just very down to earth, so he he never kind of, you know, if they were nice, they were nice. It didn't yeah. matter, you know, what they did. He was never, so obviously we grew up with that, you know, the, you know, sort of mentality that you know, there are people doing a job, so yeah. you're not um, in awe of anybody. Do you know what I mean? Such um, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's that yeah. wonderful story in the '71 season at the Spurs game when yeah. Arsenal won the league by our lane. There was a, was on the coach again. It was, um, yeah, um, what happened was, um, I think it was on the on the. I've got a feeling it was on the way there. They were on coaches, um, and I think it was. Um, I'm sure it's, it was it Mum and maybe Barbara. I'm not sure. It was one of the wives. Yeah. Um, they were actually helped up onto the buses of the crowds. Yes. Yeah. Um, my grandfather, my mum's dad, got lost. Um, they couldn't find him. So when they got on the bus, my mum obviously was really concerned about where um, um, Granddad was. So she told, you know, shouted to Dad. He went to the back of the bus and actually shout, started shouting to the crowd. Of the crowd, say the supporters. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. And he was actually saying to them. Um, we've lost a father-in-law, you know, and then I think they spotted him and the fans actually took him over their head and passed him over <laughs> and he came in the, the window at the back and apparently uh, mum was saying that Bertie was shouting, what's going on down there? And, and uh, so, you know, obviously they're nothing. Nothing, yeah, yeah obviously <laughs> nothing to see it. Yeah. But um, my mum said that was the highlight of my grandfather's life. Wow. It really was just yeah. so remarkable. And you think about it, how incredible is that? Yeah. And I suppose that was a unit, you know, the bond that the supporters and the players had. I think that's probably why they're so well loved. Yeah. Um, because, uh, you know, there was that connection. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, we would feel it even when we used to come out of games and we used to park um, around, we'd come around all the back of, you know, sort of five, all the little, you know, corridors Absolutely. and, you know, back ways down to the car. And you would drive out and stop and you would have this all on the way. I always remember that on the windows tapping and dad would open the window and he would sign and we'd be going dad come on dad 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 and he would and he wouldn't he would never turn anyone away yeah we could wait ages we'd all get fed up and I mean, but that was dad he he would say look you know they, they want my autograph i'm not you know i appreciate that you know yeah absolutely and so that was just the man he was and you know that carried on all his life yeah. you know yeah absolutely and in terms of his 
his Arsenal career, he mm. stayed till 77. Yes, Was it 621 yeah. appearances, 500 yes. league appearances? Yeah. That's yeah, no. amazing. And I think, you know, I mean, he started nearly all of the games, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. I think by a few. And in them days, I think Dad actually played 90 minutes. Yeah. He's yeah. hardly ever. Um, and, I, you know, um, so, you know, you think he was quite a player to play at that level. Yeah really for that many years absolutely and a, and a hard working winger as oh, well yeah. not just a sort of winger oh, yeah. who stood on the well track. that's what i mean funny enough um i think um you know they're often said that he would literally cover the whole pitch yeah. i mean i think somebody said to me recently it was only a number one shirt he didn't have on he literally played, played everywhere yeah. but that was dad he was you know uh, growing up we would be at my um you know my nans and we would have a knock on the door geordie coming out for a kick around and he would literally go out with the neighbours' kids and play football. Really? Well. My mum said it happened when she was going out with him, when people <laughs> actually found out. She would be waiting to go out and Dad would be outside having a kick around with the local kids. Oh, fantastic. But that was that him. Now, yeah, I know. But he, that was him. And, you know, the stories that come out and even just on um, on Twitter, people, you know, contact me and say, I remember this happened or your dad did that or your dad showed me around Highbury. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, he's so proud of the club. He loved the club. so. You know, he was really um, passionate to, to share that with people. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, you know, when up on the um, stadium wall, you know, when they have the quotes underneath. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't remember all of it now. I mean, uh, be down, but um, th it just sums up dad. He yeah. just went out of his way um, and he just loved it. I mean, you know, he just loved football, just loved Arsenal. Um, well, especially Arsenal, yeah, absolutely. Love, yeah, yeah. I mean, he obviously touched so many people's lives, mm. in, in just with the smallest acts of, of generosity and yeah. kindness at times. Yeah. But he also knew a lot of sort of big names as well. His testimonial, Arsenal, yeah. was going to Barcelona. We all see Johan Cruyff. Cruyff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember that at all? I mean, no. Was... Do you know? What? I wasn't at the game. We were um, babysat at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we weren't. We weren't at the game. Well, even I've got pictures here of um, his um, dinner as well. Yeah. Um, and mum and dad actually had Eric and Julian Morley were the organisers. Okay, so sort of Miss, Miss Wells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it was, it, it was um, in Park Lane. It, you know, it was amazing. I think they had Lovelace Watkins. I put it on Twitter yesterday. Um, you know, it was quite a, you know, by all accounts, an amazing um, event, um, as was the, um, the game. Um, and actually, I've got footage I tried to transfer. Um, but with the sound wooden, it was done through the big match. Um, and, um, you know, it was amazing just to see the footage of him and uh, Johan, you yeah. know, sort of interacting. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, but Dad, but dad um, you know, um, played with some greats, didn't they, when yeah. you think about it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, he, you know, that time, um, so, you know, we were, you know, sort of, fortunate when we were growing up to meet a lot of people that way yeah absolutely yeah. and obviously just in terms of talking about his career he, mm. he left Arsenal in 77 yes and what, I suppose what people don't understand if you're a, a daughter of a, a foot, mm. famous footballer is they, they still still most of them still stay in football yeah but you move around there don't you so oh yeah yeah what, what, Leicester was the next stop after that yeah we, we were in Leicester for quite a while I loved it yeah yeah we loved it we had a great time we went to school there um, um, primary and then on to I think I left we left London when I was in year six so yeah I had another year or half a year at um, primary school and um, actually funny enough my dad coached my brother's football team <laughs> in Leicester oh, wow, excellent. Imagine that, and, sort of and they won the league <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. My brother used to moan because he said he did, his dad was always giving him a hard time. <laughs> and then, uh, but then you know that would have been dad. He would feel like he couldn't give you like special treatment. Yeah, yeah. just being fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, funny enough, I did some running as well at Saffron Lane and training, and he was helping the others more than me. I was really annoyed, <laughs> but that was always dad. Yeah, you know, he he gave a bit to everybody. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um. Sometimes you felt a little bit left out in a way because he was just you know generous uh, person. Um. But yeah, no, Leicester we loved. I mean, sadly, you know, he had an injury there. And, um, just, you know, you think his whole career at Arsenal, he yeah. actually had no problems at all. I, we spoke to um, Fred Street recently, yes. and he said that. He said, you know what? Well, I never saw Geordie in there, you yeah. know? Though I do remember going down one day, because I actually spoke to him about this recently. Um, and I said, I remember dad filling up the bath and we had a swim in it. He went, yeah, yeah, they all did that. Well, we shouldn't say that. But we did swim in the oh, the, yeah, the yeah, famous yeah, yeah, Fantastic. Yeah. We won't tell anyone. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so obviously yeah. after Leicester, I think he had a spell at Stockport as well. Yes, and uh, Mike Summerby. Right, um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah brought him in. Yeah. Again, um, you know, it was coming towards the um, end of what his career yeah. he wasn't there yeah. for very long and then I think we went to Norway yeah I was going to say yeah. there was a new chapter going to Norway yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what was that like fantastic yeah. we were in the Arctic Circle we were in Narvik um, real shock really to go and I mean funny story is as well um, you know you have to wear thermals because obviously you can imagine the temperatures there that's how I'm not wearing <laughs> You said, oh, really? when he came back, oh, bloody hell, I get them on now, <laughs> you know, because it was that cold, you know, you're talking about minus, uh, you know, temperatures, I think it was minus 15, 12 or something when yeah. we arrived. And what was that like as a child? Or oh, fantastic, sort of fantastic. Um, bro my brother and I had private Norwegian lessons and we, within six months, we were fluent, reading oh. and writing in the tent, you know, taking lessons with everyone else. Loveliest people going. Uh, funny enough, I've got a picture here. We had a car that had Mjolnir, which was the team. Yeah and it actually had dad's name on. So we would be driving and every five minutes you'd have beep, 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 beep. Dad didn't realize at first, you know, why is everyone beeping? Of course, they were saying hello. Oh, fantastic. And because it was, you know, small place up in, uh, incredible. Um, everybody really took um, us to the, you know, in and uh, it was amazing. You know, we were um, out all the time and obviously in the summer, you light nights all yeah. the way through and, and then in the winter, when the sun comes over the mountain, you've got half a day off school. You know, we learned to ski. We had a, a dog that was half, um, he was the Spitz, I think it was like a lap dog, um, which we brought home actually eventually. Pika, we called her after, um, which is girl in Norwegian. Okay. Um, it was just a, a fantastic experience. And, and I know, uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, Per Hedman was the, um, one of dad's players. Right, okay. He's a Nor coach Nor national team. Right, okay, sorry, yeah, yeah. 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 And I know you, that you're still held in absolute respect. You went yeah. to the Norwegian yeah, Arsenal Yeah, last Saturday. Yeah. The Emirates, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was lovely, yeah. A lot of them obviously remember dad. Yeah. It's quite strange really representing dad in a way. It's lovely, but um, yeah, it, it's just lovely the way that people are holding, you know, yeah. in their hearts really. They, you know, he kind of touched a lot of people that way, you know, he, the kind of man he was and that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I've just, just brought to mind a, a sort of wonderful story you said off camera earlier about um, Freddie Lundberg and your yeah, dad sort of yeah, having yeah. a joke about sort of Swedish and... Yeah, um, well, I remember all the ins and outs, but dad was there when Fred, I think dad picked Freddie up from the airport when he first arrived from Sweden. Yeah. Um, my brother and I had been to um, 
a shopping centre near uh, Coney that day. Um, what's it called? Um, uh, Galleria or something. Oh, Hatfield, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one. Um, and we came back because we had the car. We had Dad's car. And um, we were sitting with Freddie. And um, Dad was saying, oh, you know, Freddie's from um, Sweden. Snoppy du Norsk. <laughs> and uh, Freddie's like, glad to say this guy, you know, I speak Swedish. <laughs> and that was like a standard joke all the time that dad would just say, Snoggle, do you know? <laughs> so they sort of shout at each other. But dad, dad would go on a bit, you know. <laughs> that was dad, oh, God. I mean, people would say, oh, no, Jordan, no. You know, and his jokes were, he, Bill Graves, who used to be at the Arsenal, he was um, kit man. Okay. And he did rang the, um, I think he was kit man after time. Um, Tony Donnelly. Yes, yeah, yeah, I remember Tony Donnelly. His dad obviously thought the world yeah. of him as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, Bill ran the celebrity Arsenal team. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. Lovely man, lovely, lovely man. Um, and he used to tell Dad some really bad jokes. And then Dad would tell him. And they used to say they could hear him coming across the field at Coney, laughing. And they're like, oh, no, Geordie's got one of his bad jokes. And he was, he was just so loud, Dad. You know, you could hear him from miles away. And he'd obviously um, tell you the jokes oh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was just such, I mean, obviously he got down. You know, he had quite a tough job, um, without a doubt. Because, yeah. you know, he's bringing people through and also had, obviously, uh, players from the first team that, are, um, you know, for various reasons we were with him and you know there's a lot of changes um but he, he, he always, always had a smile on his face yeah it? i mean he had such a bond with his yeah. uh, players it really did i mean like for example ashley cole i think he said he started training with dad around he's nine yeah. when george graham was there they used to take the youngsters yeah. um and dad used to train like, i think it was a monday night and ashley and he said he used to run home from school so excited because he'd be training with dad oh, yeah. and that kind of continued all the way through and i often remember um you know taking phone calls from him you know um yeah because you know dad was always there for them i yeah. mean he'd be training and you know he'd be um you know with them you know best part of the day or and then he'd come home and he'd be on the phone to them. Yeah, you so he was almost like a sort of second father to Oh, them. absolutely. That's he true. would have been there. And, you know, he was felt kind of, I, I think, responsible. You know, like, for example, if they um, had left the club or yeah. whatever, keep in touch with them, hope they do well or help them out. Or, you know, like, he, he, he really yeah. did care about them and he thought the world of them. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. there's a real sense of that because people like Ray Parler and Tony yeah. Adams still keep in touch with, with you so yeah. well yeah i mean ray yeah tw um yeah ray was really kind he did book signing for us um, yeah. in cambridge um um with vic vic yeah, was vic a Davis. very good friend of dad's yeah. yeah very good friends um lovely man um and um you know i suppose they all loved him you know yeah. and they, they just said hey, he he was a funny character, you know. He had a lot of humour, had amazing stories. You know, you think he had been in football his entire life, yeah. like many of them, and worked with a lot of, um, you know, obviously after Arsenal, you know, he'd worked obviously with Malcolm Allison as a. Um, that was at Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah, he was his assistant manager. I worked with Malcolm McDonald at Fulham and um, Ron Saunders. Uh, I remember yeah. taking calls the from him yeah, and very old school. Yeah, you know, and he worked with. Um, I think Alan Mullery at okay, yeah, yeah. QPR. QPR as well, yeah. yeah um, you know, uh, and often we would be taking phone calls, you know, from all people. You know, Dad, obviously, um, you know, like many in football, you know, they're respected and their opinions valued. Yeah. So, um, 
and it was always the phone constantly going. Yeah, yeah. Constantly, all the time. I can imagine. I mean, you, you, you kindly showed us um, the sort of book that yeah. you had after after he sadly passed away, and yeah. was, there were cards from everyone, and Man United, yeah. even Spurs. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it was incredible. I mean, I think the church um, holds five hundred people, yeah. um, and these people actually standing you know outside it was just unbelievable yeah. um i mean we didn't know what to expect obviously we were quite in shock i mean you know he he just dropped dead basically it was a whole world it just you know was on the spin you know it's just the most horrific thing i mean just in moments your life changes so you know we didn't know what to expect um and you know frank um talked about dad um yeah. he got up and spoke and um and uh, Bob Wilson did a reading, yeah. um, and everybody was there, yeah. you know, and it was a very kind of traditional church um, service, because yeah. uh, Dad was quite old-fashioned that way. He liked, you know, the tradition of things, um, and it, it was just beautiful. It was like as if it was meant to be. I yeah. mean, that makes sense. It yeah. really went so well, and um, and even the old um, the policemen, you know, from the matches, they yeah. were standing outside when we arrived in saluting. Yeah. And, you know, we were about to walk in and we saw that. It was just oh, so emotional. Well, I mean, we were um, filming it in Cambridge. Yeah. We're not that far away from the church and the police yeah. actually stopped the traffic. Didn't they? Yeah, they did. It was sectioned off for yeah. the day. Um, oh, well, for the, so many hours. Because um, um, obviously Arsenal were coming and obviously it was a police escort. And yeah. um, it's right in the middle of the city, which, yeah. you know, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was literally every everybody was there. It was incredible. And, it was uh, so much respect for Dad, really. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I know you showed us photos of uh, yeah. flowers. Of her, yeah, yeah. Of I mean, I mean um, that was phenomenal. I mean, it, it quite ridiculous, really, that the money didn't go to charity. But like I said at the time, you, um, you know, you, you weren't in the yeah. right mind to really yeah. have even thought about that. Absolutely. And I think there's more done today for, um, you know, people more aware today to do that. I mean, this is yeah. going back 19 years coming up. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you've got. Um, wow, that's incredible. Um, around, yeah. um, literally, it took up the whole churchyard. I mean, it was phenomenal. I mean, the actual, um, I don't know, that one's probably clearer when you think about how many graves are there. Yeah, well, I mean, it was just unbelievable. Yeah, um, testament to Yeah, it was from everybody yeah. all over. And so much, um, it, yeah, it, it was really amazing. Um, yeah. And then obviously um, Arsenal later on did a pitch for Dad, yeah, um, yeah. where actually I think it was round about where he collapsed. Um, but um, that was incredible as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The stone and the pitch. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, we'll sort of touch on that in a minute. Yeah. Maybe. But um, going back to his sort of career. Yeah. After sort of spells in England at various sort of clubs, you had a couple of years in Kuwait, didn't you? Yeah, um, we were there for five years. Right, yeah, five years. Yeah. Wow. And um, that, that was sort of in the build up to the Gulf War almost as well. Yeah, we it? came yeah. out uh, six weeks before the invasion. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, we, you know, we weren't aware of that. Yeah. Though there is obviously always tension because when we actually first went to Kuwait, it was during the Iran Iraq War. Oh, we used to get like shock waves coming over and the building used to shake. Oh. Yeah. But it was, I don't know, it's kind of normal out there, if you know what I mean. It, and again, we had an amazing time. Yeah. We did. We got to meet great people. We became very good friends. Um, though obviously, Dad knew Dave McCaffrey, yeah. and his wife Isabel. 
lovely, lovely people. Um, and, um, you know, there was so many um, old, what I say older, you know, um, English coaches and um, and then there was obviously the Eddie Fumani who was yeah. known for um, coaching, I think it was the New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cosmos, yeah, 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 and um, so he would have known Pele. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he used to tell us many stories. Yeah, <laughs> going into another thing, um, and yeah, and, and then obviously you had people like John Cartwright. You had um, Bobby Campbell was out there. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Dad knew Bobby Campbell from the Arsenal days. Yeah, he was Chelsea. Yeah, girl, wasn't he? yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, all lovely. You know, it was great. You know, we had a good life, and Dad. Um, actually, originally went out there with Malcolm Allison because yes. obviously they knew each other from Middlesbrough, yeah. and um, and then um, there was a lot of um, unrest in. I think there was some strike that had gone on, and subsequently a lot of them had been sacked. Dad was kept on. Um, he managed a, another football club, um, did very well, yeah. um, and then subsequently went on to. Um, Take over, do the golf cup. He won the golf cup. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he did have a yeah a good um, career out there, to be fair. And it, it was, you know, it's a different, totally different way of life. Yeah, yeah. Um, great experience for us, you know. Absolutely, and luckily you made it back before the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. golf ball. Basically. I know exactly. But um, so, 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 yeah, so it's then George Graham. Yes. Offered he, him the yeah. role of Arsenal reserve yeah. manager. That yeah. was that he was off George Graham and. George yeah. were really good mates from yes, yeah. the sort of 71 mm -hmm. side and, and and George obviously never forgot him and, and pulled him back in didn't he? Yeah definitely I mean um, you know dad was really excited to go back to us you know that's his it's a club that he loved you know um, it was always part of him you know whenever we went anywhere or whatever he was always checking results even you know when he was at Arsenal he was always at the Arsenal object yeah. you know um, it was you know obviously he felt like he'd gone, come home I suppose in a way um, yeah. You know, you know. You imagine all the years he was there. It's an incredible amount of years playing, really, yeah. at that level. Um, and then to go back, and you know, we we back with Pat, Pat Rice, yes. lovely, lovely yeah. man, lovely family, and um, you know, we saw George, and you know, it was very kind of like um, like you felt like you, you know, it's very homely, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. You, Everybody and, and there was a real bond there. Wasn't oh there? yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, on Dad, I've got <coughs> some pictures here. Dad's fiftieth. Well, we had George, Stuart, Vic, um, Pat. Um, they're all singing karaoke together. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, so that bond continued. It was wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely, and um, then obviously with with the sort of Wenger era. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. What was that like? That was yeah. Yeah, it was a change. I mean, because obviously, um, I think in between that, Bruce came, didn't he? The short, I mean, Bruce yeah. Um, and um, <coughs> yeah, it was all. I mean, you know, vaguely remember. Cause obviously, it was quite a while ago. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it was like um, you know, this um, Arsenal's coming in, and it was new ways, and um, and Dad loved him. Yeah. You know, Dad really respected him. You know, he had a good relationship with him that um you know that they often would um talk about you know their experiences in different countries you know coaching yeah. managing um and you know there was a real um you know respect there i think and i think arson liked <coughs> the fact that dad was very much a um you know a through and through arsenal um so but i mean he was a, he's absolutely a wonderful man i can't say it enough good things about him he really has taken so much um 
care with us you know when yeah. we've been at Coney you know but obviously prior to um, you know when he was there um, he he would come over he would chat to us he would make time for us he would listen to us he looked like he, you know he would really take an interest yeah. and I understand like my mum you know um, she was you know devastated well we all were but, yeah. you know my mum you know lost dad the way she did and he always showed her so much respect and that meant the world to her you know it still does she adores him you know he's just such a lovely man um and that's on a personal level he didn't need to do that he yeah. still did that when we used to walk over to the stone and put the flowers down he would walk over with borough yeah often yeah. and to pat yeah. obviously um and they would chat and they would talk about funny stories about dad or we would you know and he always was interested yeah. and he never rushed off he would stand and you know take his time um and you know it just and that never ever stopped all yeah. the way through we went there um all the years after dad died and that must have been a tremendous support to you and your family oh absolutely yeah because you know arsenal was our life as yeah. well and we lost that technically speaking i mean don't get me wrong we go down there but you know it was really odd because your dad's not there it, it, it's strange yeah. it's a very surreal um you know you go there you you could represent dad or you do events and he was always like something's missing because he wasn't there he was very um social person he, he had so much to say he was very chatty um he had great stories of you you know we talk about shankly we talk about you know all different people you'd known or met or you know like many of them like pat and george and all that i'm sure they've you know all similar had that life yeah. and it's incredible it was incredible um I remember having parties at home and all the girls would be in one room, all the boys would be in the room with that. He would just be holding court and they're like, what are you doing? And, you know, they'd all be listening to his stories and they were great stories. I mean, you know, even then half of the girls would disappear in there again, you know, because in the days prior to, um, you know, some of them weren't as much into football, but um, yeah, no, yeah, it was, um, you know, great really, yeah. And obviously in terms of the sort of, players who played under Wenger as well. Yeah. There were some huge names who absolutely loved Jordan yeah. too. Dennis Bergkamp. Oh yeah, Dennis. I mean, Dad thought the world of um, him. Yeah. Um, I remember one story Dad told me that um, when I think they were in Coney, probably at lunch or whatever, um, and Ron Atkinson walked in, he went, hi, big Ron. He went, hi, Geordie. And Dennis turned around to him and said, Geordie, is there nobody you know? <laughs> Don't know him football, know, yeah. yeah. Um, and no, that was dad, he knew it. But, but again, he would go out of his way to, to be friendly. I'm sure that there wouldn't have been anybody that would have escaped him who yeah. came to the club yeah. during the time he was there. He would have made himself known. He would have stopped them, gone over, chatted, introduced himself. You know, not in a way of um, what I've done, but in a way of, oh, I'm Geordie, you need anything, just let me know kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and that went on from all levels of um, Highbury, from the shops to the restaurants yeah. they all dad was you know had time for everybody yeah absolutely um, and it showed yeah yeah absolutely it showed because that's one of the reasons people love him yeah. So yeah 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 definitely um and i think it's amazing like i said um earlier on on twitter when you hear some of the stories that people do and you when you read them you think yeah i i can i can believe that you know yeah. you knew your dad and you, yeah, he would definitely have done this or that um and it's wonderful and obviously every time i get you know, some uh, message or whatever, straight away to mum, mum, oh, yeah. isn't that lovely? Yeah. You know, and it, it really does help, you know, yeah. um, but... Um, Absolutely, I mean, yeah. obviously we're talking in sort of first 
actual first week in October. I don't even know the date actually. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> it it yeah, but um, obviously the, the anniversary of yeah. his sad passing is, is coming up at the end mm. of the month. Um, I mean, if I can ask about it, what, what are your memories of that day? Um, I remember, I think it was, must have been about half two. I wasn't actually work that day. I'd gone, was with mum and she got a phone call um, saying that dad had collapsed at the training grounds um, and that next of kin were needed and it, it seemed all a bit kind of strange anyway um, she contacted my brother he came down we all um, got in the car and then on the way down I think Tom spoke to Gary Lewin and um, it's really weird because the car door was shut, but it's like I heard what he said, and I don't know whether it was because I was meant to hear it. It was very kind of strange um, at the time, um, and he said it didn't look good. Um, when we got there, they took us into a room, and you know, kind of, they're taking you into a room, and, so, and they just said that he'd had a massive brain hemorrhage. Um, we're not sure at this point, you know, what what's going to happen or whatever we're monitoring and uh, seeing what can be done. Um, at one time there was um, a chance that they could airlift him to Addingbrooks because right, yeah. they've got a brain injury unit there in Cambridge. So it kind of seemed a bit positive. But then as the time kind of went on um, and they did further tests, they found out that he was brainstem dead. Um, though he, uh, he was just so fit, it just didn't add up. And when we went in the room, obviously he was on a lot of machines. Um, and um, yeah, 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 it's quite, yeah, no, um, it, it's really, it, it was difficult to, to think of him like that. I mean, they did say that if he'd come out of it, he probably would have been paralyzed from the neck down, which I mean, really, you wouldn't have wanted him to live because he would have, he would have hated to live any day when he couldn't have played football, you know, in some form or coach. Um, so obviously it was better, but he did have organ donation, so he helped a lot of people. Um, and that all progressed very, you know, obviously once you agree to that, it moves very quickly. Um, um, and then, you know, I remember going home and we were sitting and I said to my mum, I'm not going to bed. If I go to bed, I'll wake up and I realise. Yeah. yeah, but this is... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, that's yeah. um, but, um, there, was, there was a massive outpouring of, of love and affection to it. Oh, yeah, I mean, the, the phone, it, it went to overload. It was like the, you, could, you couldn't, oh, everybody was ringing, the phone was going mad, and the letters, yeah. we've got over 300, and it was when the emails were first coming out, and yeah. they'd like a print, you know. Um, the club was sending them, and then the postman used to say, oh my God, I've got a bag, <laughs> here, another bag. And the letters from all over the place, um, and, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was incredible. I, I mean, obviously that helped. And obviously in the early days, you know, before the funeral, um, it was very busy and, um, you know, um, the club were amazing. You know, they organized, uh, they sent people caterers down and stuff and helped us. And obviously we organized um, the funeral, which was in, you know, the Catholic church in Cambridge, which is a pretty big church. Yeah. Um, and yeah, everything just went perfectly, like as if it was meant to be. Um, yeah sounds a bit strange but um there, there were a lot of people there from the world football oh yeah 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 oh yeah i mean um it, it was unbelievable um and a lot of them came back to the uh, the burial you know the, obviously the double team were there 
um, and then came back to the house um, you know and funny enough all the double team were in in one of the rooms and they were just chatting about dad and mum you know so it was uh, yeah he would like that yeah. having yeah. a drink and chatting about stuff you know he would have loved that he, he wasn't one for he didn't talk about death or he didn't talk about it. he's more for living he yeah. didn't you know you know he's so full of life um and i you know and obviously you know this is why i guess um the book actually was started yeah, yeah after um dad died um my brother's uh, partner was pregnant um and dad was aware of it. it turned, he was actually a boy, his name was George, uh, named after dad. And I thought, I've got to get some memories of people that knew dad. You know, before it was too late, I didn't mean it. I don't know whether it was because dad died. I mean, touch wood, nobody else has, but yeah. Um, it just felt like I better get some, you know, memories down while people still remember or whatever. Um, and th that kind of consumed a bit of my time. But I mean, I put it kind of on hold for a little while. Um, because what, what I would read something or hear something on the radio and I'd write to them. I think Dermot Murnahan, the newsreader, mentioned that he was sad, he remembered watching Dad. Yeah. So I wrote to him and he wrote, wrote back to me at ITN and gave me a thing. Uh, Gary Wilmot, he made a lovely little, um, spoke about something that um, had happened in experience with Dad. Um, and it was also just generally anybody like Martin Tyler, he was, you know, great. And obviously the double team. Um, so I started to collect, um, you know, like um, little stories or memories. Yeah. And then one thing that often came up was the lottery. My dad was convinced we'd be winning the lottery. <laughs> he used to run the Arsenal Syndicate <laughs> one, yeah. And you know, we, still, <laughs> we have got a bag full of lottery tickets. He wouldn't throw them away because he said, if anybody complained and they didn't think he was pocketing the money. But Lee Dixon oh, actually said, actually, that Geordie was going to win the lottery and he's going to help everyone. So in other words, he wouldn't have had anything left, you know, but that was dad. He, he, um, um, and uh, yeah, he that is actually a funny story because he's always chasing people. They haven't paid me, they haven't paid me. <laughs> got this vision of yeah. sort of Geordie running around all these He sort. did, but that was dad. He was just quite a comical um, person. Like. But we, yeah, we've still actually, I was going to bring them today, but I thought we were much and loads of lottery tickets. Just wouldn't throw them out. Um, and he, he was full of good advice as well. I remember yeah. you were saying about he talked to Martin Keogh about yeah. the cup final. Yeah, I think it was in, um, yeah, when they'd done the double. Um, and he said, you know, to stay on the pitch and, you know, take it in because, you know, it's gone so quick and, you know, and you don't always appreciate it, do you? You know, you need to kind of savour the moment. And I think Dad probably obviously, because he'd been there and done it, you know, goes so quick, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that moment as such, you know, to, um, but yeah, um, it goes quick as a fan. Yeah, yeah. Lucky enough, I was there in '98. Yeah. I wasn't I there. Was at, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, what a team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, and it was lovely. I mean, it, it's funny. It, you know, people say to me, "You must have been so proud of your dad." Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. But you know what? It, it was. It was the warmth he gave. It was. It was the person he was. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's a great footballer, but he just had so much um, time for everybody. You know, he gave so much. Um, and, you know, that that is to me, I mean, I mean, I think the statement Arsenal put out when he died, I mean, a few
few people actually said to us afterwards, forget the honours, look at that. Wouldn't we want to be remembered that way yeah. for the man that he was? Yeah, um, and you know, the tributes are just incredible, you know? I mean, yeah. there's a wealth of anecdotes there and stories yeah. of really warm um, sort of occasions where he sort of helped people and touched people's yeah. lives. But you as his daughter, what, what would you say if you could maybe sort of, I don't know, put you on the spot there, but yeah. you know, memory about your dad or just something that Oh, God, so many to yeah. just actually come down to one. Yeah, yeah. I, I think overall it was just the fact that he always made you feel better. Um, in the sense that if you were down, you know, a hug or just like, you know, he'd, he'd do this like wink or, you know, he, I don't know, it, it's so hard to explain. It's just that love you felt, yeah. you know. Yeah,そうですね。エモーショナルで、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あ
you know, we go down there and um, sometimes, you know, we often have a bite to eat and stuff. Yeah. And, and that's and that around. Yeah. It's good that the clubs are do that, and it's great. Oh yeah, sort of absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, it, you know, obviously it was different when Arson and everybody was there because obviously they knew Dad. Yeah. But you know, it's still great. Yeah. I mean, it's just you know different, isn't it? Um, and I suppose that the, the difference is probably going down with um, when Arsene was there, he knew dad. So he had that connection. He understood what we were talking about. Um, and, um, you know, times change. I mean, we were lucky to have that for as long as we did, really. Um, you know, it's a lot of years we went down there and talked about dad and got, probably heard the same story about a hundred times. <laughs> but, you know, it, it was really, um, it was lovely. And, you know, it's still nice that you know, that we could go down there and, and see that, yeah. Absolutely, and what Martin Austin Man, always an Austin Man. God, yeah. yeah, I mean, you die on their pitch. Yeah, well, yeah. You can't, crack, you can't yeah. get any more, can you? No, absolutely. They literally live and die, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think it's quite ironic, really. Yeah, anyway. But Jill, honestly, yeah. thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate this. Um, it, it just sounded like an incredible man. Yeah. Um, and an incredible dad. Yeah. An incredible human being. And, um, I think it's testament to him and, and yourself and your whole family that you're, you're keeping his memory alive on top of his sort of football achievements as well. So yeah, thank good you. for you thank and you. Um, I wish you all the best. So. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for letting me talk. <laughs> Not at all. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>